Anita, how's your mental health? <laughs> Questionable <laughs> at all times. You know this. Yeah. How's the mental health of your children? Um, also a little bit tricky. Can I tell you my experience in trying to find therapists for myself and my kids, Mel? Yes, please. Okay. This is how it goes. You ask around your friends and your family for a referral for somebody who's nearby. You finally find somebody who sounds like they might work for your family. You give them a call and you find out that A, they're not accepting new patients or B, they have a huge wait list. So you start over again and you ask people if they know anybody who would be a good therapist and a good fit. Finally, you find one, you go and you meet with them and you figure out that you don't actually like them that much. But it's been so much work to find somebody who you can go to in your area that you're kind of stuck with them. Well, do you have any ideas for how to get around this? Um, I do, because guess what? I've actually had some therapists that I have found on my own, which involves what you're saying. Sometimes I remember one time I was like three hours in the bathtub on my phone looking through yeah. websites. I was such a prune at the end. But I have also had the experience with working with BetterHelp and it was like, I, I don't want to say too good to be true, but because it is true, but it's like amazing because I was matched with my therapist within 24 hours. And you didn't have to go through all of that other ridiculous process of trying to find somebody. And here's the cool thing too, is if that person didn't work out for you, you can just switch and say, and it's not like you're committing to another years long search for somebody who you're going to jive with. It's true. And I lucked out or maybe just BetterHelp is really good at matching people together because I never had to change my therapist. I loved her. Perfect fit for me. And I know that some of our friends have used BetterHelp and they've had to change therapists and boom, same day can change. Easy peasy. You can ghost your therapist. <laughs> Get a new one. I love this idea. BetterHelp is one of our sponsors. If you use our promo code, trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN, you get 10% off your first month and we totally recommend it. Yes. Get some therapy. That's <laughs> trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN. Anita is in the turmoil right now. Yeah, this has been a really bonkers week and... uh it's weird because none of it is my stuff, you know, so I don't feel like I have any right to feel disheveled about it, but I'm always, I'm like in a supportive role for a bunch of different people right now. So it's been, been kind of crazy. Bah. You know, it's so interesting. It's like, I think when we go through a like big, huge trauma ourselves, then sometimes we can kind of separate that in our mind as if, oh, well, everything else shouldn't affect me, you know? But really, we're all part of part of systems like family systems, friend systems, like connective, supportive groups. So yeah. I'll I'll validate you today, Anita, if you want. Thank you. And I also feel like if it was just one thing at a time, then it would be easier to kind of focus that. So uh, a good friend of mine, um, his dad died suddenly over the weekend. So they're going through the whole like, what the hell, you know, and um, the manner of his death was also very hard for them. So, and you probably, people listening to this probably know what that means, um, yeah. but it's not mine to share, right? So, yeah. and then uh, my sister-in-law had a surgery and she's just really had a hard time kind of recovering from that. And then my actual sister is in the hospital and is very, very, very ill. And so like to the point where everybody's just kind of holding their breath and hoping that she is going to be okay. And that so. sister is the one that lives a few houses up from me. Yeah. 
So and she is a a fighter and a trooper, and like I always see her outside walking her dog, even if she's halfway hunched over. So yeah, she's been sick for a long time. So yeah, and then like I'm just it's it's kind of making me a little mad because this year for school, I was so excited because you know school is starting. And for my second son, who's neurodivergent and really struggles with school, I was like, this year, like I emailed all of his teachers, I made a game plan, I was like, we are going to do this. And I haven't felt like I've had the capacity to do that, you know, and so I was like, all excited that I even felt like I might be able to tackle that, you know, and so I'm still trying to do that. So that's just another thing to kind of um, like, oh, yep, add on top of that. <laughs> is is the school calling you to say someone's truant yes <laughs> somebody may or may not be missing class right now but <laughs> you know what if they're missing class i hope they have a great time because you only have one childhood i know i know and oof. and you know what's a the biggest lie that i've been feeling right now when they say things like wouldn't you hate to have to go back to junior high or you know, things of that nature. And I'm like, it's a lie that you have to only do eighth grade once. Cause if you have kids, you have to do eighth grade every time they go through eighth uh, grade. You're not wrong. No, I'm doing eighth grade math right now. <laughs> I'm like, uh... I know that's dumb. This is really ignorant to say, but I never thought about that. And wow. <laughs> Sorry for you. <laughs> I'm really dumb. Apparently <laughs> it's fine. Well, and how many dreams do we all have where we have to go back to junior high and we're in that math class that we didn't realize we were in and we never finished the test and then yes. the final is the, that same day. I always have those dreams. So. I feel like I've been to eighth grade like 19 times by now. Can you help me go through it again then? Uh, I can help you avoid it. Okay. You did say you could help me fix the tuba that's not tuba-ing, guys. Yeah. The tuba do you need some help? Is- well, we talked to his teacher and his teacher was like, try these four things. And so we're going to try those four things. And then if it's not working, then probably yes. Well, my friend lives by you and he's awesome. Oh, oh, that's good to know. Did you see the tuba video that I posted in the Widow Wives Club, Anita? That's my <laughs> friend. That guys, guys. I love it. If you have followed the podcast from the beginning and you know that the beginning part of it, I was in Utah and then I was in New York and then I got rescued from COVID by my friend who drove all the way from Utah to New York, gathered me and my things and came back. That is none other than my tuba friend, Mark Robinette, who we were talking about last week. So I posted his video of tuba cue where he's doing a heavy metal in air quotes (laughs) tuba. So go check it out if you need a laugh and you don't want to talk about junior high. Yeah. Oh, I needed that. I have two major things I need to talk to you about now. All right. I'm here for you. Are you ready? Not even the stuff we've already talked about. Like that's all happening and whatever. But one is guess what I ordered? A sloth swing. Incorrect. More pertinent to this podcast. A widow hat. A fascinator. I already have one of those. Okay, wait. Do I get one more chance? One more a coffin <gasps> a headstone a headstone you no way yes no way i ordered a headstone and you know what i immediately did after i sent in the check canceled it panicked i didn't cancel it 
I just said, and the guy is so nice to me. We're going to have him on the podcast when this is all done because he's been an angel. Um, I was just like, help me make me feel better about this. And so what does he say to you? Because, you know, you know, you and I talk and I'm like, I don't even care because everything is stupid and life's a video game and this sucks. What do you what does he tell you when he's trying to help you? He's just he's just is just like Anita, like, I want you to be happy. You can say no to me as many times as you want. He's just like, he's just been really nice about it. And he sent me like 50 designs. No joke. And then he'll make another one for me. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. And then I ghost him for a while. And then he's like, hey, do you want to keep doing this? And I'm like, yes, please keep bothering me. So anyway, good human. He is really nice and he's been really, really nice to work with too. Cause he hasn't been like pressuring me, but he's also kind of helping to keep me on track. And so anyway, the sucky thing is, and I bet a lot of people have experienced this. Once you order it, they're like, okay, it will be done in 12 to 27 months and then we'll install it. (laughs) (laughs) If, if it's after Memorial Day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just like that takes forever. I mean, like he was, he's always like, okay, I'm going to talk to the quarry about that. You know And I'm like? The quarry? (laughs) Like Fred Flintstone? (laughs) Yes. So it's a process. Anyway, I've been like dying. (laughs) I feel like uh, we need to celebrate in tacos somehow after you are dealing with all your current funeral stuff with your friends. Um, I have bad news, Mel. What? About that. They they changed our favorite taco places. No. Their tacos are different. Why? Mm -hmm. I can't answer that question. Listen, we need things to rely on, and that's not Mm -hmm. acceptable. Mm -mm. Like, is the recipe different? Or is the menu different? So now they only use, it used to be one tortilla, then the cheese, then another tortilla, then the meat. Yeah. And now it's just one tortilla with the cheese and the meat in the inside. No. Mm -hmm. Not going there anymore. I'm pretty upset about it. It still tasted good, but it wasn't as crispy and delicious. What if we bring our own tortillas and they can add it on the outside? We'll be like, we brought our own. It's saving you money. B-Y-O-T to the taco shop. Mm. So was that your second grievance? No. Oh, there's another. It's not a grievance. It was a... What is it called when lightning strikes your brain? Seizure realization but like a big one okay so i mentioned how i am dealing with my kids going back to school and how it's really like some of my kids are really hard um and i don't i don't know why i was thinking about this but as i was doing bedtime and i was really struggling with one of my kids i had this crazy thought about dating and wait 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 like you're gonna do it no why i haven't done it oh like why i have not even considered it yet and it's because of my kids it's because i am so protective of them that i'm not willing to let anybody even near them not in a like safety way like i'm not worried about them getting kidnapped or you know things like that but just that they're so hard that I don't want people to think that they're jerks, right? Because I think they're jerks, <laughs> but I also love them because I'm their mom, you know? And I'm like, I can't let anybody into this. So 
Sometimes we assume that unless we had a huge life insurance payout, we don't really need to know anything about investments or even finances. But guess what? A little knowledge of finances is critical for all of us. Maybe your partner was in charge of that stuff and now you find yourself making all the decisions. Maybe you're mad about that. Maybe I am. Nicole from the He's Gone But The Money's Not podcast is here to help. She tackles financial literacy by telling the stories of women and widows and finance experts and shares the lessons they've learned as certified financial planners. Whether you know a lot and feel confident in your financial decisions or feel unsure about all of that stuff, there is more to learn. Listen and subscribe to the He's Gone But The Money's Not podcast on all podcast platforms. This ad was paid for by Rock House Financial, an SEC-registered investment advisor. And also, people listening, Anita just talks this way. So, if yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I can't even with this lady. Like that, She's I say my kids kidding. are jerks. No, I know, and I loves them. most parents understand that. Like you love, like the reason I haven't thought about it is because I love them so deeply, and they make my life so hard. And it's all in the same. It's that duality thing all at once. And I was like, that's why it hasn't even ever crossed my brain. And I think that's why. Yes. Question. No. Question. Because life is so much of duality, and it's paradoxical and not black and white, and so. Mm -hmm. It's easy when we are, I, or I don't even want to say easy. I feel like it's the most able for our brains to comprehend when the things are black and white, when we are in, in a, a position like how you are, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're like, I am trying to make us not, you know, sink below a, an acceptable level of mental health. They yeah. have to get this support they need, this and that. And so it's like being more nuanced can be hard with adding something to the situation. However, some of them have expressed that they want a dad and mm -hmm. so then there is because it's like you could think of it like okay well i'll just wait till the youngest is 18 and then maybe i'll think about it right but then yeah. they would have missed out on a potential dad figure Father in their figure. life but also you have to be ugh, it's a whole thing it's a whole thing that it's like even human words don't even convey how messy it is so what do you think about that it sucks I, I don't know. And I also have my older kids. They're they're a little less militant and angry about it now. But <laughs> my daughter, for a long time, if I even spoke to a male person, it pissed her off. She was like, why are you talking to them? And I'm like, well, because I needed to get some groceries, you know, whatever. It could have been just somebody random. She just did not think it was acceptable for me to even think about another man. You know, mm -hmm. and then my younger kids are like, hmm, it'd be nice if we had a dad. Mom, can you get us a dad? You know, so even within the kids, they have different wants and understandings of what that means. And it is hard because there is no good. The, the best solution is Jason, who created those kids with me and should, by all rights, be dealing with their messiness with me. But that's not an option. So do you think also... Your older kids, well, maybe all the kids, they're like, we want a dad that lives in the house and sleeps in the bed in mom's room. And so the younger kids are like, yay, that would be awesome. And then the older kids are like, we don't want anyone in our space that we mm -hmm. remember our dad. But it's like, realistically, even if you just were looking for like a platonic friendship with a guy and it was a slow burn and he didn't even come over for a long time and you could build trust with him, they don't see those things. 
or understand those things. And so it's like, it's easy to think of like the extreme and for everybody. For sure. The little kids don't understand even what a dad is. Like that sounded really dumb. But they, you know, they want a person to like take them fishing or or play with them or, you know what I'm saying? Or make mom so she's not crazy. Um, the older kids, I think, understand a little bit more like what a relationship is. And they understand that a father figure would also be imposing rules. And, you know, there would be interactions like that. And so they're like, no, we don't want that. When you said that there would be a dad sleeping in the bed, actually, that would be the worst thing for them, for the little ones, because they come and get in my bed every single night and there would be somebody in their spot. So. Okay, it, the new dad could go in into the bunk bed. Yes, on the top bunk, though, right? Or not new dad, maybe like the, uh, the, yeah. the, the, the replacement person. dad. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to, for that to sound rude. No, I mean, Please it's nobody get mad at me. I understand what you're saying. And I think we all do. So... Anyway, that was like this weird, like, oh, and then I had this other thought. I was like, of course, there are people who can deal with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, because people have crazy kids all the time and they deal with it. But I'm just not willing to go through the process of maybe finding people or maybe not and having my kids get hurt more by somebody who doesn't can't deal with them. That do you sense. feel like you're not willing to do that or you're not willing to do that yet? Like, are you definitely like, no, absolutely not. Like, I don't even want to think of any part of future. I think it was important for me to have that realization so that I can maybe explore that part of it um, and just see if there's things that I can do to kind of deal with those feelings. I'm not saying never, ever, ever. I'm just saying like, that's why. That's a big reason why it hasn't even been something that I've been willing to touch. So it's, val it's valid. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't even have kids, you know, and you know how I've been. Yeah. Here's the next question. Mm -hmm. What we just talked about was like, okay, you're a widow and you have kids. So like you should get married and you should have a dad for the kids now and like a bonus dad or whatever. But then there's the argument of, well, is that a requirement in life? Do you feel like that's a requirement in life? No, I don't. And that's kind of like part of me is like, no, we don't we don't need it. We're fine by ourselves. But then I like was listening to a podcast a few weeks ago and they were talking about how um, there's all these studies that show that kids who have like a father figure in the home do better in life. And I'm like, no, shh. A non-abusive like, father figure in the home. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Or like a really strong, like a maybe not in the home, but a really strong father figure do better. And I, and I hate that because it kind of confronts that thought that I had that was like, no, we can do this. And I mean, it's true because there are a lot of people who have grown up with a single mom and are like excellent, wonderful people. And so statistics are, you know, it's like the, the body at large even though there are people you know who are fine and have grown up fine and i'm like oh that's a confronting thought to me that they would be better off with a male or a father figure in the home and in that podcast too they they also talked about well what about like uh, same-sex couples is it is it 
that you have two parents? Is it that there's a male and a female? You know, so I mean, there's a lot of nuance to that as well. Um, but no, I've always been like, they don't need that. Would it be nice? Yes. Do I think that there's a lot of things that I wish they had a male influence in? Yes, especially puberty. Like, can I please not have to do that? Please. <laughs> I have another question. Yeah. You do have their uncle, mm -hmm. Mark, and yeah. then your dad's around, and then you have the aunts. So there are a lot of supportive adults around. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that fulfills some of those things where you were what you were just talking about, like uh, someone outside of the home? I hope so. And I know that my like the male figures in our family try to do that. But again, we've always said that there's a difference between somebody who's second or third or fourth obligation in their life. You know, it's just a convenient thing that if they have time, they're going to do stuff with your kids. Right. There's a difference between that and somebody whose sole responsibility it is to care for and culture and help raise somebody. So, yes, I do think it helps. Um, I don't think it's enough, I guess. Um, and sometimes it's hard because, um, sorry, male figures in my life, sometimes they do stuff and you're like, no, I don't want, I don't want that to be a part of there. But I mean, I was like that with Jason too. It was like, why are you... Why are you doing that? But at least we could have a discussion about it as co-parents, you know, like, I don't want my kids to do this. What do you, you know, why are you doing that activity with them? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just be like, my dad will say stuff sometimes and I'm like, that's really old school. You know what I'm saying? Like, which you might even and... say just as a grandpa anyway, even if Jason were alive. And so then, there's... yes, yeah. It's like so. there's no way to avoid the the stuff. Mm -hmm. It's Even, true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have, it has been a joy to have this thought processing <laughs> uh, journey with you today, Anita. Yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that this is a topic that a lot of people have on their minds in the Widow Wives Club. It's come up. It yeah. comes up over and over and over again about how to deal with your kids and dating or when did you feel okay to date with or without kids and so let's keep the discussion going in the widow wives club i'd love yeah. to talk more about it do you want to know uh, what i've been doing as a dog parent yes <laughs> are there <'Cause>... any studies <laughs> well i'm currently conducting my own study mm -hmm. uh, i'm using extreme religious cult mentality on my <laughs> youngest dog <laughs> she keeps going to the bathroom and so i i try to uh shame her by saying your ancestors are looking on you every time um, that you mm -hmm. take a dump in the bath in the basement so you shouldn't do that <laughs> it's not worked you guys no i don't i don't uh suggest doing that kind of mind control on a dog uh, i i have no no expertise or any advice to give you zero like negative seven so i'm sorry that i think it's well terrible. that dog it's she's like she knows Possessed. what she's doing she's very smart she oh she's she is evil she's she's so smart that i have to treat her like a border collie you know border collies are so smart so my other two big dogs they can like kind of hang with me whatever my energy level is and they'll adjust and then if i'm laying down they'll lay down 
not the little one. She's like, oh, I'm a border collie in spirit and in my energy. I must be running around at all times. And she's very busy. on things. <laughs> yeah. So she'll use it even if she's already gone outside and we've done the things. And like, uh, I exercise her brain, exercise her body. If she doesn't get what she wants, she'll like totally do it out of spite, which I kind of respect because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know how that feels to kind of feel like you're you're trapped and nobody's listening to you. So how else are you going to act out? I totally feel you guys, toddlers. I see mm. you. But hopefully around here, the stress might be lessening coming up. I hope. Yeah. Just know that I've had stacked situations. And right now I'm only in the moment. I think a lot has happened this week, but I don't remember it. Yeah, off the top great. of my head. So, whatever. Well, I hope that some of your stuff gets resolved-ish. Thanks. I've been soon. skating every day. <laughs> well, oh, my nonprofit stuff is going great. Oh, good. The jazz stuff, jazz student stuff. So stoked to help the kitties. Yay! But yeah, um, I guess this comes out on Labor Day. <gasps> That's true. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed us blowing about yeah. Anita's life, my life using dog mind control we kind of covered a lot of um ground right now but i do want people to keep talking about it up in the widow wives club i always think it's great when we can kind of uh crowdsource information from each other because of course it's different for everybody and i know that some people will have different feelings than i have about it and maybe somebody's dealt with it and has come up with a solution that's not true. Nobody has any solutions. <laughs> you guys, if anybody ever tells you they have a solution, one size fits all, it's a cult. I was just going to say, it's the Mel, Mel Shore cult of dog of management. Dog. Yes. <laughs> Your ancestors are ashamed. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a lot of different kinds of people and there's room for all the different kinds of people and different situations and scenarios and different feelings and different, I don't even want to say solutions because that implies something is completely over but yeah things to do so we are here for you all that's our cult our cult is <laughs> cult is you, the best what's best for you is that even a cult hey girly i haven't seen you in 27 years but i have hey. this product it can change your life hey i'm at the top of the pyramid do you want to be at the bottom of the pyramid <laughs> yeah yes let's have a convention <laughs> so, all right mel uh <laughs> join the widow wives club So we've had a bunch of people saying, hey, I invited my friend who just lost their spouse or partner or husband or whatever, and their request got declined. It's because of two things. Number one, if you invite them directly, it bypasses the questions. And if the questions aren't answered, they automatically get declined. So it's not like we hate them or we don't believe them, but that's like, it's just the first thing that happens. It's like automatic. So then... If you tell your friends to join and they don't answer all the questions, they're just, we're not going to accept them. I mean, it's like a blanket. If they're not answered, they don't get accepted. It's like AI, you guys. It's the world. It's how it works. And guys, just because people might follow other widow groups, that doesn't mean anything as far as if it's valid or not. We know there are a lot of online widow groups out there. And also some of them don't vet them like we do. Also, we're just two yahoos, remember? Two yahoos in our bedrooms recording with a microphone that we got off of Amazon, okay? So (laughs) we are not the CIA or FBI or anything (laughs) fancy. 
we cannot not the NSA. No, we can like not 100% weed out all the scammers, but we do our very, very best to 100% of our widow capacity. And that means we have to have a team of people. So we really appreciate our friends that help us with this. And that's why the rules are, I don't even want to say stringent. I feel like they're just logical. So, and I know too, like when widows want to join, like, they're just like, I need help. Actual widows. They're like, I need help. I need emotional support. I have heard this is a good one. Um, and it's true and that there's a reason why it's good it's because we have all those things in place so please please don't yell at us but also if you do yell at us we understand that you might be grieving and it's nothing personal it's just like scammers are finding new ways all the time trust me i follow them and then i find their ip addresses and it's so fun so i'm on it (laughs) anyway answer all the questions if you want to keep the podcast going check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash wwdn and we still want tacos even if the taco shop we have to find a new one right mel yeah my friend told me about one that's similar to the one we like okay let's try it uh, so i know where we can go also okay. if any of you guys have been playing zelda tears of the kingdom i want to know about it so please post about it in the widow wives club obviously this is really important it is um, and oh we really appreciate when you guys just send us personal messages, thank you so much for for being our friends, even though we've never met you. I got one today or probably a month ago. Aww. I don't know because I'm bad at it. But Either today or a month ago. Could have been. Mm. Our new friend. Okay, I don't even know how to say it. Aline, Alina from Finland. So thank you so much. Finally responded. Thanks to our best friend, Addie, for sending me some Canadian treats. I'm chewing them right now. Oh, good. So... We love you guys. Thanks for being our friends. But anyway, even if you are our friend and you want to buy us tacos or don't, if you're one that does, buymeacoffee.com slash widow we do now. And by the way, we had a bunch of people request the official widow cards. So I put in the Widow Wives Club how you can do that. We just ask you to pay for enough to cover the cost of like the shipping and the envelope and the making of the card. And also our shop is closed right now. We're dealing with some stuff. So you can't get the card in the shop right now. You have to do this workaround. If you want one, they're just fun. Yeah, we anyway, will check get it, out it all sorted out at some point. Well, speaking of Patreon, Anita's little kidlets are going to help us out again today. So we are excited to share this most recent version of Patreon 2023 with you. If you want to join Patreon, remember, again, it's patreon.com slash WWDN. If you join at the $10 level, $10 level and above, you get a shout out in episode. So check it out. All right. I'm Anita. I'm Mel. Two young widows. We're just doing the best to try and figure out widow. We do now. Okay. Yeah. Hello. It's no helper number three here. Constick Stahlbeck, David Kelly, Don Satterwhite, Emily Wiesenberg, Evelyn Flores, Gail Bell, Ivan Meisner, Kat, Crystal Waite, Maya Glasser, Neil Hooper, Becky Zeba, Sam Finlayson, Karen Cornell, Amy Hart and Mattel, Amy Neal, Anakin Goodman, Ashley Hahn, <laughs> Barbara Schneeberger, Becky Loiders, Loiders, Berkeley, Brandy Younger, Chris Steffen, Cindy Wilkerson, 
Connie Remich, Danielle Catterberg, Nada Debbie Downer, Dennis Brazo, Diana Duharmel, Jenna Ryan, Jen Turk, Jennifer Beal, Jennifer Brown, Karen Lindsay, Kara Saltz, Lara Agede Pranner, Leah Johnson, Lisa Hardman Powell, Lou Cosman, Auntie Marie Hoffman. I did. Mary Catherine Anderson, Meg Murto, Patricia Wiest, Rachel Barbosa, Chinsheim Haven, Alicia McAllister, Amy Burke, Anne Drennan, Anna Tracy, Audrey Henniger, Christine Cot. How do you say that? Okay. Congratulations! Christine Anderson, Cindy Raynaud, Don Barber, Debbie Fells, Deborah Westwood, Therese Reichel, Eileen Stevens M, Emily Toledo, Eric Yanurura, Vanurum, Aaron Posick, Gabe Lozano, Gia Benoit, Gina Haas, and Jackie, Jan Seeley, Grandma Jane, hi Grandma, Jennifer Davis, Jenny Armstrong, Jennifer Dickinson, Jennifer Sanders, Jenny Barrow, Jimmy Dippold, Jessica Burke, welcome Jessica, Jocelyn Milo, Jill Hanson Williams, Johnny Walker, Judy Malkin, Julie Stevenson, Karen Ostrola, Karina Ojokobo, Kathy Rumi, Murray, Katie Getz, Katie Radkus, Katie Safier, Kevin Ferry, Kimberly Shelley. Welcome, Kimberly. Chris Morgan, Larla Kaylee, Lara C. Linda, Lindsay Kanopka, Marianne Hammond, Mary Ann McDonald, Mary McGellan, Melissa Bowers, Melissa's, Melissa Hancock, Missy Schubert, Melstein, Musnine, Naomi Brown, Rachel Kang, Rebecca Olemaker, Robin Flam, Stacy Sayward, Susie Donegan, Tammy Teradis, Trenton Thompson, Vivian Hart, Back to School Wendy. Thank you so much to everybody who donates to us on Patreon. It really makes this possible to keep the podcast going. This is my favorite thing to discuss with you. Tell me, what well, is it? One of my favorite things. I do enjoy tacos and cheese and dogs. This is about how you cannot pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a phone plan, especially when you're a widow, your person is dead, you might have kids, you might need another option, and you just want your phone to work, you want unlimited texting and service, and you want it to be like 25 bucks a month. It blows my mind that they have plans that start at $15 a month. That is so cheap. And the cool thing is, is it uses other 5G networks. And so you don't have to pay extra for that. And you still get great service. Yep. Anita and I have traveled 
all over and I have used my phone. So I highly recommend it. And my mom's even on it. When my dad died, we put his phone down to the cheapest plan, which is $15 a month. And I think my mom's on the $20 a month plan and it's so worth it. It's so much cheaper than what we were all paying before. So I highly recommend it if you're on a budget or not, who cares? Ryan Reynolds is in charge of the company and they send you free stickers with Ryan Reynolds temporary tattoos. It's kind of the best. So if somebody wants to sign up, what can they do, Anita? Go to trymintmobile.com slash WWDN. Seriously, you guys, such a great idea. Save yourself some money. And if you're worried about losing data or having any changes with your phone, not going to happen. They walk you through it. Everything's fine. It's the easiest process of all time. Again, that's trymintmobile.com slash WWDN.